This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Welcome back, friends. (laughs) Hello and hi. Hi. It's it's Monday, so we're kind of like trying to get in the groove. uh, Hey, guys, guess what? It's a small world flooded. Everyone was so excited for it to open with the Christmas overlay for the holiday party on Thursday. The very first ever Merriest Nights party. And Small World flooded when they tried to refill it. <laughs> so it's closed. It's indefinitely closed. Indefinitely. They don't know how long it's going to take to fix. Apparently, though, they have crews working on it 24-7. Yes. Trying so hard to get it open because it was so anticipated. And I'm curious. I'd like some more information on how it flooded. So, like, yeah. did someone just not pay attention and leave the water running and lose their job? <laughs> right. I hope it's not someone's fault, like one person's fault. Right. Let's hope it's just... John, you had one job to do. (laughs) Or was there a fault in the flume? Right. Is is what I'm hoping it was. Well, and I don't know that I hope for that either, because then that means maybe it's time for a big overhaul on that ride. That would be sad to have that closed for a while. But anyway, we'll keep you updated (laughs) if we hear any more news on that. But it doesn't affect the outside of the ride, which is the holiday lighting that happens this time of year, which is really fun to watch, too. So you can still enjoy that. Yes, 5.15 every night. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a holiday lighting ceremony. And then they do something on the hour, too, don't they? I feel, well, there's a little march of the friends. Which fr- is always the friends, there. yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just the holiday lighting. I don't know. And they do proje- they still do projections back there during uh-huh. the fireworks, which, again, fireworks are nightly this time of year, which is awesome. Yes. <gasps> You're going to get to see fireworks. Yes. I'm excited. Katie's going to Disneyland tomorrow, guys. Woohoo! This is kind of a surprise trip. <laughs> it is. So, I think three weeks ago this wasn't in the books. No. And I actually... So by the time this podcast drops, I will have been and come back, but I have an agent cruise that I'm going on this week, so I happen to be in L.A. Mm -hmm. and thought, I'll just throw a Disneyland day on there, so I'll go get some pictures for you guys of all the Christmas happenings. Mm -hmm. Did you know Katie's a travel agent? I am a travel agent. (laughs) (laughs) She gets to go on fun trips, but she's going to collect videos because, guys, I made a TikTok this week. If you didn't see it already, you should go check it out. If I knew which button was the applause, I would hit it right now because we are very excited that Aaron figured out (laughs) how to do a reel. Let me tell you. Really, let's pause. (laughs) Let's go into the weeds for just one second here. So I had this idea for a TikTok, and I went out into my driveway and... 
rigged my phone. Like, <laughs> I had to get out a table and balance it with a hammer. It, I'm not set up to do TikTok. I'm 43. I'm not set up to do TikToks. <laughs> and then, like, after about five minutes of struggling and trying to figure out how to do it, I went in and got my 13-year-old. <laughs> and I said, I need your help. And she came out and she helped me with the TikTok. So if you watch it, give it some love because my cute little 13-year-old helped. It her. turned out really great. It's very cute TikTok. I've For watched it a few times. Tic- it's not a TikTok, actually. I'm real, a real, right. And I said I that, but yeah. I it a TikTok. It's, I mean, it's the same thing, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to just call it a TikTok. But it's on Instagram. It's a real. It's a real on Instagram. It's a real real, you guys. A real. We did it. Challenging real. So keep watching. We're going to like keep practicing those because they're fun. It took me like 45 We're minutes. We're just a little afraid of them. It's like 10 seconds long, you guys, and it took me 45 <laughs> minutes to make. It's very cute. I need to work on it a little bit more. In other news, let's see, Disney Plus Day happened on Friday, so Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of new content on Disney Plus. If you're a Disney Plus subscriber, go check that out. Olaf has some cute shorts on there. I won't give it away, but go check those out. They're very short. They're like three minutes long. Yes, they're super cute. Jungle Cruise was released. Shang-Chi. Yes. The new season of Jeff Goldblum, which is our favorite. Yep, very exciting. Um, There's a cute little Disney Plus Simpsons short yes. cartoon. Did you guys watch that? No, but I saw it. It's cute. It's, it's cute. funny. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bart Simpson as Mickey Mouse. Pretty funny. Really? Yes. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. So go check it out if you're a subscriber already. If you're not a subscriber, I believe they are running a new subscriber special. So For for Disney Plus Day? Uh-huh. That's it's probably... like $1.99 per month or something like nice. that. So. Or if you're a Verizon customer, you can get it for free with your Verizon subscription. Yes. <laughs> now I know. We're plugging a lot of companies right now. <laughs> and we're getting paid for none of it. Right. Also this weekend, which we didn't write this down in our news, but this weekend was also Dapper Day. That's right. Yes. So Disney has a lot of, um, what's the word? Unofficial. Unofficial events yes. that happen. So some that you might have heard of are Dapper Days, uh-huh. which is what happens. There's usually two a year in the spring and in the fall. Yes. Uh, there's gay days in the summer. Uh-huh. There's, what other ones are there's, there? There's um, Bat Day, which is like a goth celebration day that's okay. unofficial. Um, the Gumball Rally. The Gumball Rally. Which we want to participate in this year. Yes. Which is in February. There's a lot of unofficial days that mm-hmm. happen at Disney. That are not sponsored by Disney, but... Disney allows. Yes. And people show up. Mm-hmm dressed up. Uh-huh. It's very fun. So Dapper Day, that's what Dapper Day is, is people come wearing their dapper best. And yes. so you see a lot of suits, a lot Floofy of... Floofy dresses. Yes. It's very fun. It was so fun. And some of the pictures are so cute. I yes. love Dapper Day. I want to go. I feel like, is it later this year than it normally is? I feel like it was in October before. Because I don't... I There were a lot more Christmas-themed dapper outfits this year than I think I've ever seen before. Maybe. So I feel like it was more in the fall, like earlier fall before. So it's, think, it's kind of fun to have it at a different time of year. I need to look it up for spring because I would love to go to Dapper Days. Yeah. I think it'd be so much fun. And they have a little, you know, they have meet and greets, all those kinds of things. And usually something happening at the convention center, mm-hmm. which is connected to the Disneyland Hotel. So, but not this year, I don't think they Probably have not because of COVID times. Yeah. But. So that's just a little blurb to throw in. Yeah. And then and we then, also talked about Marius Nights. Right. First night. The very first Marius Nights. Kind of mentioned that in passing. Mm-hmm. Mixed reviews. Mm hmm. It's an expensive after-hours event, not very long. So it starts at 8 p.m., ends at midnight. Is Mm -hmm. that right? Mm -hmm. So four hours. And there was a lot going on. There were a lot of things to do, but long lines. And a lot of people complained there wasn't enough time to get everything done that they wanted to. And a lot of the special merchandise sold out before they could get to it. And food ordering seemed like it had a lot of glitches. 
So a lot of people ended up having to wait in line for food instead of being able to mobile order. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of kinks need to be worked out. Yes. So, and again, that was the very first night. So maybe it'll get better. Tomorrow is night two, which we're recording this on Monday. Tuesday the 16th is the second night. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it will get a little better. Yeah. There were also a lot of rave reviews. A lot of people had fun. Had fun and loved it. It snows on Main Street during the party. There's cute little Muppet cavalcade caroling. It's really, really cute. Yes. You get to see some really cool, rare, super rare, that I've never seen before, actually, yes. characters. Yes. Goofy as Jacob Marley yes. from A Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol. And Donald so as fun. Scrooge. Uh-huh. And so cute. It was very cute. So it looked cute. cute anyway. Yep. And then they brought back some characters from... Um, the Halloween or from Oogie Boogie Bash. I yeah. saw Cruella and I saw Agatha. Yes. So, and I think that was maybe in celebration of Disney Plus Day. Maybe so. But still, it was cool. There's, I'm curious to see what happens tomorrow night yes. to just kind of see A, yeah. if they get some kinks worked out, B, what to expect for the entirety of the party. Right. And if you want to hear more about what the party looks like, listen to last week's episode. We talked a little bit more in depth about what to expect. And I think Katie's trying to score some tickets for <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow. we'll see. Keep your fingers crossed for me. <laughs> so maybe we'll have our yes, own content for that. Maybe so. And I think that's it for news. There wasn't a whole lot that happened this week. No new refurbs announced besides Small World mm-hmm. and um, Tarzan Treehouse still closed for now. Should be opening soon, though. It looked like they were taking down signage off of the outside of it. Yeah. So that it's getting ready to be opened. Which is good. Indy went down for a small refurbishment, but like then two days. was back up again. Yeah, super quick. So that's it for that. All right. So we're going to get into the meat of today's episode, which is continuing our stroll through the parks and non-ride attractions. Yes, which we mentioned this on our previous episode when we talked about Disneyland Park. These are some of our favorite things to do. Yes. And these are the things that you'll miss if you try to rush through in one or two days. Right. I always recommend at least three days at the parks if you can so that you can get in these fun things. Yeah. They're really fun. Slow your pace and make sure you're doing some of these really fun attractions that aren't rides because there's some really worthwhile stuff to do, especially mm-hmm. in, in DCA, in Disney yes. California Adventure. I hear a lot of people say that they don't feel like California Adventure is a full day park, and I would dis- disagree wholeheartedly because there's plenty to do. You don't have to ride roller coasters all day. Right. When we went in October... Uh, we had four park days, and I'd say we spent at least 50% of our time in DCA. Mm-hmm. We so love DCA. We do, too. And It's great. Just so It offers so much. It really mm-hmm. does. Okay, so let's start. Let's, so we're going to go up Buena Vista Street coming into California Adventure and take a left. Let's do Animation Academy last. Okay. Can we? Yeah. So Just because it's my very favorite. So yeah. let's save the best for last. Okay, sounds there, good. And there's so much to unpack there okay. that let's save it for last. Okay, well, let's take a right then <laughs> coming out of Buena Vista Street. <laughs> Follow along with us on the app if you'd like to on the map. <laughs> We're going to go past Soren mm-hmm. over the world mm-hmm. and keep going down that pathway. Is there something before that? That I missed? It's soaring around the world. I had to think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, for a yeah. Second. Sorry. Soaring over California. Soaring over California. around the world. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that right? That's going to be one of those, like, we're going to always call Lightning Lane Fast Pass. For sure. We're going to call it Lightning Pass. Yep. Fast Lane. Fast Lane. <laughs> we're in the Fast Lane. That's what they should call it. We're just going to have mashup words. <laughs> All right. So, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail is the official name and yes. we've talked about this probably a lot in other episodes because it's a really great spot if you've got little kids even if you've got big kids my big kids still enjoy running around through here mine too it's kind of like a ropes course with a redwood 
theme. Like the Redwood Forest. <laughs> Redwood of Forest, California. Yes. And so it's very shady. It's mm-hmm. very, it's in a lot of trees. It's three levels. Yep. So there's a lot of climb and three tall levels. So there's a lot of climbing. Um, it's safe. I have never felt like my kids, there's not anything there that's dangerous. No, and there's only one entrance, so it's not like they can get away from you. Correct. There are picnic tables, so parents can have a seat, Mm -hmm. and you can bring lunch in and sit and eat. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of picnic tables, so don't, I mean, don't plan on getting a seat there, but you could bring in a snack or something if you have it in your bag. And I would say this area is typically not super crowded. No. I don't think a lot of people take advantage of this. And we talked about it a little bit last week in our Christmas episode. This is where you'll find Santa mm-hmm. throughout the holiday season. And also some of the things that they're doing there, we mentioned last week, they've got a couple of different activities. Did you know, did they have this last time you went? They have a duck race. Oh, yeah. I've seen the duck race a couple of so times. So there's a rubber duck race uh-huh. that you can participate in. I yeah. don't know what you win, though. I never did figure that out. I watched a little video that mentioned it, but they never talked about. I don't remember. We didn't participate in it. I just watched it, so I don't remember what because the prize was. Because there's an was. actual creek that goes mm-hmm. through, and so you let your duck out at the top of the creek, and it's a cute little duck race. And then Katie mentioned that they have cookie decorating. Yes, decorate your own cookie kit. So yeah. it comes in like a little takeout box with little cups of frosting and a probably holiday themed sugar cookie yeah and i think it was like eight dollars is what i think i heard and it comes with um piping bags oh instead of the little cups Mm -hmm. oh last time we went we had like plastic knives and icing cups it looked like piping bags well fun so So you can be a little more artsy with your cookies Mm -hmm. fun so there's some fun things happening seasonally in there during regular times i think they have um russell and doug from up will sometimes do little meet and greets in there and then they have some kind of little wilderness explorer scavenger hunt that you can do yes and i have also seen uh country bears in there as well oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and chippendale yes i've seen chippendale hang in that hang out in there quite a bit in fact they're the ones that were uh in charge of the duck races when i watched it which was cute. really cute they were the ones that got to dump them into the oh, creek and watch I them go anyway so fun so definitely go in there. It's yeah. a great place. We talked last week about Pirate's Lair, Tom Sawyer Island over in Disneyland as a great place for kids to go burn some energy. Mm-hmm. This is the place in DCA for your kids to go burn some energy. If they're sick of standing in line and they want to run and explore, this is an awesome place. Yep. We love it. Okay. 100%. Go do this. All right. There aren't a lot of non-ride attractions in the uh, Pacific Wharf, not Pacific Wharf. I'm going over to Paradise Bay area, like okay. in front of the Little Mermaid. Hey, is that what the is that what the body of water is called? Paradise Bay, I think so. Didn't we have a Paradise Garden? Paradise weeks ago? Bay. <laughs> yes. We talked about the world of color water, and we couldn't figure like, it out. What is that body of water called? Who knows? Oh, maybe it's Paradise Bay. Maybe. We're naming it if it's not Dear Disney. Dear Disney. But let's go. Let's head back to Pixar Pier. Pixar okay. Pier has the games of Pixar. Yes, Pier. it does. Have you done them? No. <laughs> but I look at them. Every time we walk by. <laughs> I think I've done them once. I think they're, mm, how do I say this? It's $5 a play. Yeah. So I feel like that's pretty expensive. They're just boardwalk-themed games. It's like beanbag toss or is there a shooting game? I can't There's remember. There's like a water shooting game. Mm-hmm. There's so a softball. Yes. They've been the... rethemed recently. When mm-hmm. it got rethemed to Pixar Pier, they changed some of the boardwalk games to be Pixar-themed. So, And some of them are lesser-known Pixar shorts, like, like La Luna mm-hmm. is one of the themes of the boardwalk games. Which I think that's the beanbag scoop, one. No, I think it's a scoop up a star. Oh, okay. It's stars in the water, and you, you scoop, scoop up them a star. You scoop them up. Okay, there star. you go. And I think there's only four. 
Is that correct? Four games, yeah. I think three or four. Maybe not even four. Maybe three. <laughs> I don't know. But there's not very many. Okay. It's $5 a play, mm-hmm. which is great if you're the only one playing. Yeah. <laughs> which I think they'll do. Yes. But also... It's just, it's one of those things where you've paid, you know, for your ticket. Mm-hmm. You're paying for food all day. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to pay an extra $5 to scoop a star out of the water. And you know your kids aren't going to just let you do it once. No. So this is one same. We walk past it. Yes. Yeah. They're fun to watch other people oh, do. Oh, for sure. And they're very cute. They're very well done. And they do have prizes. Mm-hmm. And you can haul a stuffed animal around the rest of the day after you win right. it. <laughs> if you want to have that carnival experience. Uh-huh. And they're fun. And they have... Um, what is it like a like one of those big change machines that you used to see at arcades? Oh yeah, that's what it is. Where you put your money in and you get mm-hmm. a token, mm-hmm. and each token is five dollars, and each play at each game is a one token. Yep. So, so there you go. There's the boardwalk games for you, and it looks fun. I've just not done it. Right. So it's one that I pass up every. But it does add to the theming of that area. It does. Well, wouldn't I would hate being a cast member that got assigned to? <laughs> I bet they're not super busy. I bet they probably kind of, not. And it's kind of almost tucked back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Really, honestly, if you're not paying attention, you might not even notice it. Yeah. Because right across the way, you have the Pixar Pal around my favorite attraction, the Wheel of Death. The Wheel of Death. <laughs> Don't do it, guys. Anyway. <laughs> do it. It's fun. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, the Pixar Pal Around is right across the boardwalk from all of the games. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the thing that draws your eye. You're over, you know, you're paying attention to the big Ferris wheel and you're looking at the big Ferris wheel. And I really think the games don't even get seen by half the people that walk past them, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. They serve a purpose. They serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're great fun. If you do them, let me know. If they're fun and show me what you won. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. So let's go over to the Pacific Wharf real fast. This is one of your favorite things. It is. This is the bakery tour Mm -hmm. over on Pacific Wharf. If you're a sourdough bread fan or just want to know how it's made, you can go check it out here. They have a cute little bread factory Uh that you can walk through. There's a little video that will kind of explain to you how starter is made and a little bit of the history of the Boudin Uh company. And you get a little sample of bread. Yeah. And it's all glass windows. And so Mm -hmm. you're actually looking into Pacific Wharf Cafe is one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. We love getting the bread bowl with soup or macaroni and cheese. That's one of our favorite lunch spots. I think we ate there twice last time we were there. Mm. And so it's kind of fun to see what's happening in the kitchen behind the scenes because it's all glass walls. And you watch them score the bread and you watch them proof the bread. And And you watch it rise. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fun. It is kind of fun. And bake. And And the cast members back there are in their little chef outfits and they are super friendly and will wave at you and then yeah you get to eat some bread yeah and it's walk through at your own pace yeah so it's not any specific time that you need to be there you just walk through show up get your piece of bread munch on it while you're walking through and while. i rarely see anybody else in there yeah at it's the same really time quiet. it's always quiet yeah but it's one that we think is fun and then I go grab so some too. ice cream at, at Ghirardelli. Yes. Are they still handing out free chocolate no. at Ghirardelli? No. That used to be a thing. Did you know, have wah, you ever wah. paid attention at Ghirardelli? Another into the weeds. Sorry. Come with me. Into the weeds. <laughs> they have an earthquake. Have you ever noticed that? So Ghirardelli is right across the way from the Pacific Wharf Cafe and the Boudin walkthrough. And the, on the back wall, they have a bit large mural. And it's all of San Francisco because that's where Ghirardelli originated. Uh And there's an earthquake like every five or ten minutes and everything on the wall shakes. That's funny. I, it's, 
you can feel it on the bridge too. Yes, it's supposed to be like a one point five. Yes, or something like isn't that, that funny? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that whole wharf area, I, which I never put all of this together uh-huh. until right now while we're talking about it, <laughs> is San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole point of California Adventure, right, was this walk through California. Right. So there's your San Francisco theme. We talked about the redwoods over yeah. in Redwood Creek, and then used to soar over California, and then the boardwalk area is supposed to be like Santa Monica or yes. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yep. So there so you go. That makes sense, but I never put all of it together. <laughs> but you've got the sourdough and Ghirardelli and yep. the earthquake on the bridge. You're just hanging out at the pier right there. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact. Aaron's an idiot. Yeah. It just sometimes things click, right? Aaron misses details sometimes. Katie picks up details. Aaron misses them. <laughs> That's why we're a good pair. <laughs> I don't think there's any experiences in Cars Land. No. Nothing in Radiator Springs. No. It's just, I mean, you can walk around and find lots of things to do still. Yeah. Lots of shopping and rides. And there's some good entertainment, which we're going to do in a separate episode of entertainment. But there's some things worthwhile to do there, too. Mm -hmm. But there's not any attractions that aren't rides. Sadly. Sadly. Missed opportunity. Maybe there will be someday. So if we head back over into Hollywood land, Mm -hmm. like if you head over past Guardians of the Galaxy, back by Monsters, Inc., You've got Mickey's PhilharMagic. Which is a bring over from Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little show. 3D. I miss the Muppets, though. I do, too. It used to be Muppet Vision 3D over in that theater, and that is one of the cutest shows ever. It's so funny. Even and the it, pre-show is cute. I know. And it's it may just be nostalgic for me, but I really think it genuinely is a good show. It is a really good show. But they decided to bring Mickey's PhilharMagic over. It's wildly popular at Walt Disney World, PhilharMagic. So they're trying it out at Disneyland, I guess. It's closed right now. And I don't know why. I wonder why. I think that maybe they have... Oh, actually, I do know why. It's because they have... An um, eternal sneak yes. peek is yes. what I'm seeing right yep. now. The so you can go you can go in it. and watch an extended preview of the Eternals right now. So they do that every once in a while in this theater. And then the Captain EO theater, theater over in Tomorrowland, every once in a while they'll show short movies mm-hmm. in those. Or I feel like they had a Star Wars tribute type film going on over in Tomorrowland. And I think they've had Pixar shorts before uh-huh. when they've released a new one. Right. So pay attention to that. But typically it's going to be Mickey's PhilharMagic. Right. Which they just revamped and added a Coco scene to. And the Coco scene is very cute. cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth stopping in for. It's a good rest your feet, sit in an air conditioning spot. It's 3D. So if your children are, I will tell you, we went to Las Vegas when my kids were younger. And Kenley, my oldest, was probably five at the time. And we went to the M&M factory and they had a 3D show. Oh, yeah. She lost her mind. Like she hated it. Oh, really? Interesting. She was crying and we had to leave. And she's not a fraidy cat usually. It's just overstimulation, I think, on those. And I think for this one, there's Mm -hmm. a point where there's instruments flying Mm -hmm. at you. And if that's something that your kid might get a little nervous about, just be aware. It's pretty 3D. And it's actually, I would say it's even 40 because there's some times where they do things and they blow air at you, a puff of air. Yeah, and they have bubbles. Mm-hmm. And no smells in this one. No smells. <laughs> but it's pretty, it can be pretty intense for little. So yeah. just be aware of that. But it's a great place to, yeah, rest your feet, enjoy some cool air when it's hot outside. Um, and then across the way from there is the Disney Junior Dance Party. It yeah. is a cute show. If you have got preschoolers or toddlers, this is a great spot to go. No, there's no seating. There's no like seats to sit in. You're sitting on the floor. So if you are an adult over the age of 40 who has a hard time sitting on the floor and getting back up and having your legs work, (laughs) you may want to just stand in the back and have your kids sit closer up to the front. But you um, can tell who the older parents are. (laughs) Yes. 
You totally can. It's very cute, though. These are the Disney Junior characters that your kids love to watch on Disney Junior. So Vampirina, Doc mm-hmm. McStuffins, Mickey and Minnie from Mickey and the Roadster Racers are there. Uh, who else have I seen? I I've seen remember. Fancy Nancy before. Yeah. I think they kind of rotate through some characters. Possibly. And then they have a cute little Disney cast member that hosts the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. And it's another great place for your kids to go get some wiggles out because yep. they're very, it's very interactive. They're encouraged to get up and move mm-hmm. and dance. And, and there's confetti and bubbles yes. and all kinds of fun stuff. So go check it out it's a good if you've time. got littles. If you've got littles, this is a great mm-hmm. stop. A great stop. And then last but not least, we saved my favorite for last. Is it yes. your favorite? Oh, yes. Well, my favorite non-ride attraction for sure. At DCA? At DCA, yes. Yeah. And there's this is there's actually four things to do mm-hmm. in this area. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Animation Academy. And let's start with the main room, which is not one of the four activities that you can do. But that right. main room is worthwhile even just to go in and have a seat and watch for a little while. Yep. So they will throw up classic Disney movies in animation style. It's kind of showing off animation yes. in the Disney movies. So they'll kind of have some, like, what's the word I'm looking for, where they're kind of scratched, scratch drawn. Mm-hmm. Yes, sketches. So, and the room that we're talking about is a big rotunda, mm-hmm. like a really large round room with tons and tons of projection screens. All Giant the movie screens. Yes. There is some seating in there, so you can sit down yes. and just enjoy that. The music is loud, but not too loud. Yes. It's loud enough that you can enjoy the music. It's cool. There's mm-hmm. air conditioning. It's dark. It is dark. And then it has little offshoots. Yes. For so little areas you can go to. Four different individual activities. Well, typically five. Let's mm-hmm. say there's a character meet and greet that's normally there, but right. not there during COVID. You right. can meet Anna and Elsa there. Uh-huh. It's gone during COVID, so we'll count But it'll out. be back. Yes. But there are four little individual distinct activities that you can do. Let's start with Turtle Talk with Crush. Which I love. My kids love Turtle Talk. We haven't done it in a few years, though. I, okay. (laughs) I have anxiety about certain things, Uh and one of them is... Being put on the spot? Correct. And so know this if you're going to go do it. So there's seats. There's seating in the back where uh-huh. parents typically sit. And then there's lily pads, is yeah. that what they kind of uh-huh. call them? It's just different color carpet in the front where they encourage the children to come sit. Mm-hmm. And then there's a screen at the front, which is supposed to look like our side of a fish tank. Right. Or of An the aquarium. Ocean aquarium. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And Crush shows up and talks and interacts with the with the viewers. Right. Crush, in case you didn't know, is the turtle from Finding Nemo. Yes. The, the fun sea turtle. surfer turtle. Mm-hmm. And he interacts. And he calls on people randomly mm-hmm. throughout the audience to answer or ask him questions. Right. And I will tell you, because of my anxiety, <laughs> I, I like Turtle Talk with Crush. Yes. But I always, even talking about it right now, my heart's racing just a little bit. I you always, try and like shrink in the mm-hmm. corner and not get called on? Yeah. I'm super worried that he's going to call on me and I'm going to have to come up with a so question. So every time I've been there, they have only called on people that raised their hands. Okay. So maybe they've changed it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they give, yeah, I feel like it's been only people that raised their hands. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe you'll be safe if you try it again. Okay. Maybe, maybe you I'll... and I will go next time and you can hide behind me just in okay. case. Will you hold my hand? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the really cool thing about it is Crush is obviously animated and he's up there on the screen, but there's a real human voicing him. No, there's not. Okay. It's really crush. <laughs> but he can really see the kids and he like actually answers their questions. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. cute and he, and like in funny ways. Uh-huh. He's very fun. Yeah, he is. And it's it's your kids in can his, ask anything in his surfer dude accent. Uh-huh. 
and he acts like we're in the tank. Yes. That's one of the yes. little shticks of it. And your kids can ask whatever. I mean, they can ask questions about his favorite color or his favorite food or his favorite, you know, who his family members are and all the uh-huh. things. And he's got answers for everything. Yeah. And just don't ask me to ask him a question. I just think his improv is amazing. It's super that's, improv. That's something that and I would really not be good at. Guys. It's not mm-hmm. human. It's, okay. Sorry. I don't know what she's I'm talking sorry. about. Sorry, kids. All right. <laughs> what else have we got going on in there? Um, the Sorcerer's Workshop is actually one of my favorite spots, too. I just love everything in this building. I do, too. So Sorcerer's Workshop is a hands-on experience. You walk into this first room, and you can make your own animation on a strip of paper that you put into a little spinny machine mm-hmm. that we have discovered. It's called a zoetrope. Mm-hmm. It's Those fun. old machines that they used to use for animation that have mm-hmm. the slits on the side so you can spin it and you can look in and see your animation yeah. move. And there are previously done animations that you can look at as well um, by professional artists if you <laughs> don't want to try your own hand at it. It's kind of fun to see how it works. And and you just do something simple. So I've always yeah. done like a balloon rising up or right. something. And you do see they have measuring guides so uh-huh. you can know exactly where you're drawing each level of your animation. And you just make one small movement in each picture. So it's just your chance to kind of get a feel for what it is like to be an animator Mm -hmm. and how tedious it can be to Mm -hmm. be an animator. It's a lot of work. And then there's some little gears on the walls Mm -hmm. that you can peer in and see animation while you turn the gear Mm -hmm. and you can watch some other animations that happen to different different variations of how, I guess, animations are made. Yeah. Isn't that kind of the idea? Yep. Yep. It is. It's kind of just like a a bird's eye view of what it's like to be an animator. Yeah. And then you walk through into the next room, which is the Beast Library. Beast Library. And in here, you there are storybooks that are, I don't touch pads, I guess. Yes. You sit down. Enchanted. And you answer a little quiz mm-hmm. about <laughs> which Disney character you are. Mm-hmm. So ask <laughs> kind of personality trait questions, mm-hmm. and then it assigns you a Disney character. I always get a villain. I think I've gotten a villain a few times, too. <laughs> I think one of my kids got Mickey Mouse. Which, oh, that's fun. Yes. That's anyway, really fun. and I think it's different every time yeah. you go. And that takes a, is that the one that takes a picture uh-huh. of you too? Yeah. Yep. So it takes your picture and then it puts you in the storybook and assigns you a character. Yes. And it's a lot of fun. It is. I like that spot. And it's it's beautiful. It, it is It beautiful looks a lot room. like Beast Library on a smaller scale. And there is also the rose. Mm-hmm. A petal will drop every few minutes. Mm-hmm. And there are times throughout the day, several times, where the last petal drops. And the whole library starts to sparkle, yeah. and there's kind of a little show that happens when the last petal of the rose drops. A little enchanted moment there. Yeah. So it's a really cool spot to go, and yeah. my kids loved it when they were smaller. We haven't gone in in a while. Yeah, it's been a while for us, too, and I'm curious during COVID times if they've got different protocols in place. For touching For things. touching, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, we might have to check that out. We definitely. Maybe I will go check that out tomorrow. Sure. That would okay. be a good idea. And then in the next room, this is the most fun room to yeah. me. <laughs> so back out in that main rotunda. Mm-hmm. So those two kind of connect off each other. Oh, and wait. There's one oh. more spot in there. There's the, the voiceover where you go um, voice. You get to voice a character. I've never done this. What? No. Oh. I've always ended at Beast Library. No. So you go into okay. the next room and it's like um, Ursula steals your voice and then you get to voice a character. No. So it picks a scene. You pick the scene from a Disney movie. Okay. And then you, and it can be just you, or if it's you and someone else is with you, you get to play off of each other. Oh. Anyway. It's How kind, did I miss this? I don't know. I don't That's either. a really fun room. Okay, okay. Now we can go back out and go to Aaron's favorite room. Okay. So if you head back out into that main rotunda area, mm-hmm. there's one last area. This is my favorite spot. And Katie shared a picture on our Instagram just yes. yesterday of this. 
there is a place where you can go take a class with a real Disney animator. And, oh, you guys, it's so much fun. It I is. think it's the funnest. And they have these scheduled, so you know which character you're going to be drawing. And some are more popular than others, so you want to pay attention and get lined up early. Mm-hmm. They run every half hour. Mm-hmm. And um, you can go in in the morning and take a picture of the schedule for the full day mm-hmm. and see if there's anybody you want to do throughout the day. Uh-huh. And I would say some of the more popular characters you're going to find are like Star Wars characters. Right. I know Stitch is a really popular one. Yep. Some of the more basic characters, even Mickey and Minnie, are not as popular. I think that people don't line up so easily because they're pretty. They do Mickey and Minnie maybe three or four times throughout the day. So they're a lot more common. But they'll only do, we did uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda. Uh And I think I only saw him on the schedule once. And it was packed. We were very full for that one. So go take a picture of the schedule if this is something that you're interested in. And kind of know what you're looking at for time. And they start lining, people start lining up a half an hour before. So as soon as the first class yes. goes through... They'll let you start lining up for the next. Yes. Yep. And it's totally worth it. The animators are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very interactive and they, they you know, joke around with the audience while they're doing it. And mm-hmm. it's set up like a classroom, like a lecture mm-hmm. hall. Mm-hmm. And you get a big old piece of paper on a big old board mm-hmm. and... And a nice pencil. They mm-hmm. have them sharpened for you. Mm-hmm. Everything's ready to go. And you guys, I am not an artist. I do not think of myself as a good drawer mm-hmm. at all, like by any means. And I drew a stitch and it looked like stitch. Mm-hmm. So they you do a good job. Yes, they do a good <laughs> job helping you fill in the lines and and put things where they need to go. And it was a really fun experience. Was that your first time doing it? It was. With me? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you've never done that with your kids. <laughs> I know. Because we love doing it. And, and, and then you get to take your picture home with yes. you, which is kind of a fun souvenir. Yeah. And before COVID, the animator would also give his picture away to somebody. Oh, fun. And so once the whole thing was done, he always stands, or he or she, I guess mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. always stands up and interacts with the audience. And he'll, I'm saying he, I'm sticking with he for this, <laughs> but he, my last one was a guy, um, but he'll pinpoint certain members of the audience and he'll be like, oh, that's so good. I love how you did, you know, the shading or, and he'll kind of make comments about individuals. And then typically they would pick one person to receive their, their own drawing. Mm -hmm. So like the professional. And so we one time were there and it was when my son was going through his huge Jack Skellington phase and he was so excited to go draw Jack Skellington. And we went in and you could just, you could tell he was like vibrating with excitement (laughs) and the animator could totally tell too. And so Asher got the Jack Skellington from the animator How at the fun. end. So we have that. Magic Disney moment. Yes. So it's Love totally, it. it's my favorite. It's my favorite non-ride attraction at DCA for sure. So go check all of those out, you guys. I promise that you can do more than a half a day at Disney California Adventure. Yes. There's really a lot to do besides rides. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure great. There's a lot of fun things to do mm-hmm. there. There's there's a lot more to this theme park than just standing in lines and going on roller coasters. Yes. I agree. So go check them out. And while you're checking things out, go check us out on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop. Please give us a follow and a thumbs up. And also, go check out my reel because I'm really proud of it. And there's <laughs> more where that came some real from. Love. And then if you're listening on Apple especially, mm-hmm. please give us some stars. And leave us a review. We love our reviewers, you guys. We're so grateful. We do and love just them. It's so surreal that we get to do this mm-hmm. and just chat with you guys. We love it. We love you guys. Thank oh, you for listening. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.